हेलो एवरीवन वेलकम टू ऑप्शन गेक दिस इज योर होस्ट विवेक पार्ट टाइम ऑप्शन ट्रेडर एंड फुल टाइम वर्कर हस्बैंड एंड फादर इफ यू आल्सो वांट टू जनरेट कंसिस्टेंट मंथली इनकम ट्रेडिंग ऑप्शंस वाइल वर्किंग इन योर रेगुलर डे जॉब देन जॉइन मी इन दिस जर्नी हेलो एवरीवन थैंक यू फॉर ट्यूनिंग इन टू ऑप्शन हेयर आई कम बिफोर यू to present you the summary of the week that just went by so in this session we're going to talk about the our activities between 9th of december to 13th of december so let's get going as always i'll start with a thought for the week the thought that i have chosen for this week is do something today that your future self will thank you and i'll keep the discussion just related to the markets this can be used in multiple other context also today the markets are all time high everything looks great what to worry about so everyone has become very complacent especially the retail investors i see many friends who have been investing let's say for past 5 6 years just think that the markets will continue to go up really if in last 10 years if i have given a dart to a monkey and had had that monkey throw the darts on s&p 500 stocks monkey would have made money the markets have been on a bull run for more than a decade now but those who have been in markets for longer know that this is not going to stay like this so how are you preparing yourself for the future in which the market is not guaranteed to go up what if market changes its direction and start to go down how are you preparing yourself for that scenario if you want to protect yourself for from that scenario you need to do something today not when the market has started to go down so think about it what are you going to do something today what are you going to learn about portfolio protection today what are you going to do to reduce your exposure to market while still benefiting from the any further upside in the market and reducing your risk simultaneously all that need to be done today and if you do all these things today your future will thank you when the markets will not be cooperating think about it start preparing be ready for the future we don't know what the future might hold for us so let's be ready for it today i've added one more session i want to cover is some of the market moving news from the past week past week there were many uh, market making news that had appeared on different news channels or on the media so let's quickly go through them the topmost in in this list would be the tariff rollback us and china had agreed to phase one deal now the details of the deal nobody knows 
US administration and China administration are talking about two different things. But who knows what's the truth. But for now, both administrations have agreed on phase one deal. So that was the biggest news. We had an FOMC meeting and the Fed has confirmed in that meeting that they are going to leave the interest rates unchanged. Third is oil. The two, two big news uh, items in oil. Number one is the Saudi Arabian national company uh, Ramco made its IPO in international market. This is the world's largest IPO ever in history. It had been in making for more than four years, but finally it culminated. And also, oil prices had rallied uh, last week, briefly topping $60 per barrel. Another big news coming from Europe is British elections. So the current Prime Minister, Boris Johnson, he scored a decisive victory in the Thursday's UK election. So that means now there is more confidence that Brexit will eventually happen. So British stock market as well as the British pound both surged on Friday on that news after the election result. Lastly, uh, European Central Bank also kept their rates unchanged, just like what Fed has announced in US. Same uh, ECB uh, is following the same trend. They say they're not going to change any of the interest rates. With so many market-making news, especially around the tariff rollback, etc., one would expect that the markets would have definitely moved. Surprise, surprise! These are the numbers how the markets have changed over the past week. So we look at a big uh, market indexes, um, ETFs, SPY ETF which is based on SPX index moved less than 1%. It opened previous week at 314.44 and closed at 317.32. The industrial uh, average, Dow Jones Industrial Average uh, ETF, DIA Diamonds, opened on 280.44 and closed at 282.11. Again, rising tad over half a percent point. Now, the technology sector, that was a little more bullish than the other two. So, QQQ, the tech ETF, opened at 204.63 and closed at 207.19, gain of 2.56 points or 1.24% gain. And the small and medium uh, index I and ETF based on it IWM opened at 162.75 and closed at 163.33 a change of 0.58 points or 0.36%. So other than the QQQ, the tech sector, none of the big 
market indexes or the ETFs changed more than 1%. Despite all that news that we went through, markets were ex kind of expecting that news. So, it was not really a surprise and hence not too, many, too much of a change in the market. Right. So, how did we do in this market last week? Again, so total trades that I closed was 24. Out of those 24, 21 turned out to be a profitable trades and 3 were losers. I do not like losers, but I do not think there is any trader who always have had 100 percent success rate. Yeah, so I had my share of uh, losers. There were three trades that I had to that had closed as losing trade, and that includes some of them which had rolled to a future expiration date. So that may not be net net loser for now, but anyway, when you roll a trade, you close the existing trade and open a new one. So the trade that you closed will be counted as a loser. So anyway, so I had a three losing trades. So, percentage of winner is 88 percent and I opened 29 new trades. The reason behind opening 29 new trades was uh, because of some of the expectations around this big news, the volatility during a few, some of the days of the week were higher and that was a perfect setup for us as a premium seller to open a new trades. Alright. Okay, now let us dive into the top trades. So, first we are going to review the top 3 profitable trades. So, first trade that uh, I am going to talk about is our put that we sold on green dot ticker symbol GDOT on 5th of December, I had opened up a short put on this ticker because I am long term bullish on this company, but still wanted to give myself some room for error. So, we opened up a two short put trade and collected a premium of $1.75. On 13th of December, uh, after 8 calendar days since we opened the trade, the stock moved up to $26.37 and we hit our profit target. So, I closed that trade, banked the money, took the put the money, secured our profits and then I opened another trade for February expiration and collected more premium. Again, I continue to stay bullish on this particular ticker, but instead of buying stock outright, I would continue to sell puts and close it if stock rises and our puts decrease in value. If I get a sign, I will be happy to hold the stock. Okay, The second trade that uh, I closed was NVIDIA. So, we had a open a short put on NVIDIA at a strike price of $190 and had collected $3.21 as initial premium. I had opened this trade on 18th of November because I was bullish on NVIDIA 
and on 12th of December, uh, just close to 24 days, uh, we closed this trade at a prof uh, at a profit. So, and uh, we opened it at three. We initially collected $321 premium. And when I closed the trade, my net profit was $191. The last trade I want to talk about in the list of profitable trades is Marijuana Trade, Canopy Growth Company, ticker symbol CGC. Our opening trade was selling a short put at $17.50 strike price and collected a premium of $1.54. We opened the trade on 6th, but within a week, CGC moved up and our trade came into profit. So I closed the trade and uh, we took profits to the bank. All right, let's get into the next section where we talk about the trades from which we can learn something. Means the trades, the losers. All right, so the first one is the losing trade. Uh, it's not exactly losing, like I will explain, you'll understand, is uh, Etsy. Etsy is a website that uh, sells handicraft uh, items, mostly used by artists. I am long-term bullish on this one. I have been uh, bullish on it for some time and had made some money in it uh, previously. So I continue to stay bullish, but as I've said multiple times, I always want to give myself some room for error. I don't have a crystal ball. I don't know where the stock will go. I think no one knows where the stock will go. So why not always keep a margin for error? The stock was actually at $45 when I opened the trade. Instead of buying the stock at $45, I instead sold a put at $45 and collected $2.40 as a premium. Stock did not cooperate. It went south. We waited till 10th, uh, 10th of December, but finally on 10th of December, I rolled out the 45 put from December expiry to January expiry. Like I was saying in the beginning of the session, because I had to roll this out, I closed the January trade. And since the stock had fallen down, so closing the January trade means I had to pay more money than the premium I had initially received. And hence, kind of a book the loss on this individual trade. But I opened up the January trade with the more premium. So that if stock rises, you know, let's say to 45 or if stock rises to 40, even to 43 or 42, I could still exit this trade uh, at a profit. But anyway, for now, this individual trade is a loser, but we have another trade that we had opened up with much higher credit and uh, we'll see how that performs in January. All right, so second one, I had a short put on silver for a strike price uh, at 16 and had collected initial premium of 22 cents. Again, silver did not cooperate. 
it went in reverse direction instead of going up it actually went down so at on i had opened this trade on 5th of november and on 10th of december i moved this out i rolled it out from december to january trade that means i booked a loss of 75 dollars in december but i sold more than uh, 75 dollars of premium for january so eventually we will see how the overall trade will perform the last trade that i want to talk uh, about in the list of losing trades is closing the short call xop short call uh, for december expiry at strike price of 22 i had closed this uh, call for a loss of 10 dollars this call was a part of the strangle which is 21 22 strangle so even though i have closed this call at a loss i made more than uh, 10 dollars on the put side so eventually the strangle was profitable but however this individual trade was not so it does shows up in the list of our losing trades all right so the next one the new trades that we opened and we we're going to discuss the top 3 premium generated uh, trades the top one is etsy like i said earlier we had closed the december 45 short put for a loss but we opened up the january 45 short put for $4.81 uh, premium net net we had collected 50 cents additional premium so totally now we have almost $3 of premium on etsy so if etsy rises to even 42 will break even second trade that i want to talk about is the is a put sp put spread that i opened on intuitive surgical ticker symbol isrg uh, this is an interesting trade from two perspective one is that i actually had a long shares of isrg in my portfolio and i had been holding it for some time so i don't know why why never did this trade sooner but then i realized that by holding this shares in my account i will tying a lot of capital so why not convert this into an option trade still maintaining the bullish outlook as if i am holding a 15 shares of isrg so from the my outlook perspective and how my portfolio will move is going to be the same as if i'm holding 15 long shares but the amount of capital that i will use will be much less and hence my return on capital will be much higher so i sold off the long shares and i opened up the put spread with the net delta of 15 so 15 delta would mean that the, the spread will change in value as if i'm holding 15 shares so i opened up a spread collected four dollar 
55 cents as an initial premium. The third trade that I want to talk about is CGC that is Canopy Growth Company. I had mentioned about this trade in the first session where we discussed the profitable trades. I had closed the December position in profit and now I'm opening a January expiration period trade. Again, just doing two contracts, I'm selling $20 put and collecting a premium of $1.38. When I opened the trade, the stock price was $21.87. Again, as always, I would like to give myself some room for error. So I have a margin of $1.87 before my put starts to become in the money. So that was the third trade. I think this brings us to the end of this session. So if you have any questions, feel free to write to me at optiongig.com. If you want to view the list of all the trades that is available on my website, you can go to www.optiongig.com forward slash trades and you can select the date for which you want to view all the trades. I hope you liked this session. Feel free to give me a review or a rating and help others to find uh, this podcast. Or if you're watching on YouTube, please subscribe to the channel so we can spread the word. Thank you very much. Have a wonderful week. Bye-bye. Please note that all the information presented is purely for educational purposes and is not a financial or investment advice. I don't know you, you don't know me, so do yourself a favor and don't invest or trade solely based on what you hear.